At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Yeah, buddies. Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. Monday, less than a week until Christmas. Hope you had a nice weekend. Hope you made some Christmas cookies. (laughs) Lived it up. Wore something festive. Got all your shopping done. Maybe some last-minute decorations. I know you enjoyed the World Cup. We're going to talk about that this hour. Some football and, of course, your football. I just can't believe what I saw at the end of that Patriots game. I was in such disbelief that it took me a minute to realize and remember that our buddy Danny G was there. How'd you forget that? I just didn't think about it. Does he care or think about you, Danny, the way I do? No. My first, I, I was thought, like, my first thought oh, was, wait. look at this. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. Danny G must be losing his mind right I now. I just, like, you know, I was just in such shock. I was trying to make sense of that. That's why I'm like, wait, what the hell? Yeah, I heard from Rich. I, Covino, oh, I know I you heard. drink on the weekend. No, no, I Come on. on. Look, back, <laughs> look back at your text messages. Yeah, no, I heard from yeah, you after I, the game. You, I you hit did him text up. Me. But that's what we're talking about now because that was, like, the most ridiculous thing we think we'd ever seen. You know, can we hear that call one more time? Mac Jones hands it off on a draw to Ramondre Stevenson. Breaks out of a tackle at the 50. Has the 45. Breaks away from another tackle. Pitches it backwards. And now Jacoby Myers spinning around. He throws it to Chandler Jones in midfield. And a step forward. Chandler Jones <laughs> racing towards the end zone. <laughs> <He> scores. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's great. Hilarious. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe what I just saw. Again. I can't believe what I just saw. This is unbelievable. <laughs> wow. On the first night of Hanukkah. No less. On the first night of Hanukkah. When, you Hanukkah miracle, wait, oh, wait, when he said, I can't believe what I just saw, and the other guy goes, again. Did he think he told them to repeat it? Because he said it again. <laughs> he didn't say it again. <laughs> you know Hanukkah when the when the candle burned for eight nights and when the uh, when the Raiders won. <laughs> That's, that uh, in, yeah. in the future it's going to be like yeah I think we celebrate this this really bizarre play where the Raiders won. 
Now, it's ridiculous. Honestly, what we saw was ridiculous. It looked like a game of hot potato, and what made it even more wild well, was would like- you say, Actually, it would be like a game of a hot latka, right? Because it was the first Well, yes, yes, yes. It was the first night of Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, by the way, to our Jewish friends. Yeah, Happy shouts holiday. out to Jason Horowitz and our own Lincoln Kennedy on the call there. Oh, Raider yeah. Radio Network. Major, major props to them. That was an incredible call. But we all felt the same way. I was in disbelief. And I'm like, oh, wow. And Danny G is there. And, you know, I start texting all your friends. Like, did you see that? But what makes it worse is like, this is the Patriots, man. This is the Patriots. Bill Belichick's Patriots did that? I'm like, was that like part of the playbook? What was going on? I Yo. was like, again, at first, I'm like, what the heck did, what was that? They played themselves out of the playoffs with that play. That's the other insult to injury. I, I was, like, I was, there was implications there. I mean, off the air spot was saying, that was important. You know, if it worked out for them, we would be saying, what a gutsy, amazing, well, hell of a play. But that's not something you do when it's a tie game. Now, yeah, if the Patriots are down, it's like, hey, desperation, do whatever. Yeah, if it's a turnover and the other well, guy, that's the other. If thing. it's a pick six, it doesn't matter. We're down. This wasn't a Hate desperation. To state the obvious. You take that to overtime. Either kneel or hail mary. Right, and that's what you thought was coming. I did. I was confused because I thought they were going to line up for a hail mary. There's three seconds left, and when they ran that run play. First of all, it scared me because the Raiders weren't expecting that either. Stevenson runs up the sideline there, shakes a couple of tackles, and you you heard that in the he call. He's like, oh, wait a it. second. That's a 23-yard run. Yeah. But then he realized there were two defenders hard at him, and that's when he decided to pitch the ball backwards. Jacoby Myers then thought it would be a good idea to lateral that pass backwards towards Mac Jones. And after the game, I couldn't help but feel bad for Jacoby Myers at his locker. Really he was in tears. I already feel bad because his name is like synonymous with Luffer. <laughs> yeah. Now he's got this on it. I, mean, I feel bad for for Jones, Mac Jones there too because the way he got trucked. He got run over like a Mac truck, and he wasn't expecting that. He's like, "What do you want me to do with that?" No. And Myers said he was just trying to do too much. Trying to, he said, trying to be a hero, I guess. He was in tears. His eyes were tearing up as he was talking yeah. afterwards at way, his locker. By the way, guys, I have a Danny G update. Wasn't this a fairy tale ending about a subject of much consternation on this show last week because he took an enormous financial leap of faith <gasps> on the off chance that he would actually get to go to the game? And because, he did. And he did. It couldn't have worked yeah. out better. And he, you got he to see took the, the road like less traveled by. No, and it I made all the difference. Def- <laughs> definitely give you guys a shout out, especially Rich, who said his biggest regret in life was missing that Billy Joel concert that he could have went in to. Life. In, in life. life. In life. In life. In life. His biggest yeah. regret in life. Yeah. In life. And I took that to heart because I understand for all of us, we all work a lot of hours. So it's hard to go to some of these events. A lot of people say, oh, I'm sure you guys get to go to lots of games. Well, it's easy to be lazy, right, Danny G? It's easy to say. It's easy to work a lot. It's easy to work a lot and then use that as your crutch for not going to events that you should be enjoying life with your family and friends. Yeah. And so. So glad you did. In the recent past, I would say as recently as a couple of years ago, I probably would have sat that out because I was working all Saturday here, and then I had a gig to play my turntables on Saturday night. That lasted until 2.30 in the morning, and then we're at the Long Beach Airport at 6 a.m. So my eyes were beet red, and we're on the flight, though, to Vegas. I'm I'm feeling good because I'm going to go see the Raiders play. And by the way, you'd never been to the stadium for a game. I'd been there for a tour, but never for a game. So we're there in our seats. Beautiful, beautiful stadium. Nice. 
Um, the food options in there are amazing. The seats, no matter where you're Does sitting. Does it look like a Roomba from the inside, too? <laughs> no, just, no, just the outside. Just the outside. You're in like a dustbin when you go uh, inside. Yeah, yeah. Do you have to walk through the dustbin and then yeah. you see the stadium? Uh, well, some of Vegas streets kind of are a dustbin. A little dusty. I'm not going to yeah. lie. They need to turn that bad boy on. <laughs> they do. They need to clean up a little bit. to let it run on, yeah. through some of those streets. Let it run through, uh, what's it called? Fremont Street. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, That's no. where it should start. Sweep um, up some of that grime. You know what, though? the This is what I noticed because I went to SoFi. That's a beautiful stadium, but it's super, um, you feel like you're going to fall down. It's super steep. Right. Uh, the Not way, the right angle. Right. The way they designed Allegiant Stadium, no matter where you're at, even up high, you're, you don't feel that way. You still feel like you know, you're know you down lower and you have a really good view of the field. So shouts out to the designers and architects. Now that's that, important. You know when I was yeah. a kid, I couldn't go to Yankee games because my dad, the way, the way the original Yankee Stadium was, it was too steep. So he's like, yeah, I can't sit here because <laughs> he had a height like Like thing. vertigo? Yeah, like he never felt right. Like, what a, man, wimp. What a I, wimp. I'm scared of heights. I can't see. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to fall. Yeah, man, I don't feel right. See, I, I, no, that does. That, I've heard, I've heard, come uh, on, I've heard it. I used to feel that way, too. I just wanted to sit and enjoy the game. I've heard people say that about mostly the U.S. Open. Like when you're in those tennis stands, apparently they are so steep that if you can't handle it, you're like, oh. Yeah. If you have a height yeah. thing, yeah, it could mess it up. So that's, that's cool. Yeah, so beautiful stadium. And then before the show, Rich was asking me what it was like with the crowd after that Chandler Jones play. Let me tell you, Rich, the, the roller coaster of emotions is hard to explain because as frustrated as the Raider fans were, you still saw, like, there was a Raider fan next to me. He was praying. He literally had his prayer hands. Oh, boy. And he was like, please don't let us lose like this. We can't lose another game like this. That would have been the Raiders' fifth double-digit blown lead of the season. It was the That's, first night of Hanukkah. And right, on Hanukkah, right? no less. I mean. So the Raider fans are quietly sitting there, some of them praying, but we're not going to go out again like this. Instead, you saw what happens and the emotions were, oh, my God, Stevenson might break loose and run the other way and score an improbable touchdown with three seconds left and down, no seconds, and he's in the end zone. That's what I'm thinking. And then suddenly the ball's going in the other direction, and I see Chandler Jones bunny hop over Mac Jones. I didn't see the stiff arm in real time because it happened too fast, but I'm seeing it on the the big board, on the big screen afterwards. I see that stiff arm. I'm like, oh, my God, and a nasty stiff arm. He's like, get down. It was like the biggest mosh pit in the world. Everybody was jumping up and down in unison. It's the craziest celebration I've ever seen in my life, and it lasted for a good 10 minutes. So you had the old school, what we described when we were doing Fox Football Sunday for a while, we talked about, Freak out, freak outs, macho man style. You had a freak out, freak out. You're jumping up and down. You lost your mind for a minute. It was such a freak out. I'm so proud of myself. Ooh, you. When, Ooh, you. when finally, and by the way, those Patriots fans I mentioned at the end of last hour, the few of them that were there were starting to get vocal when they took the lead. They were now standing there. There were there was a family of Patriots fans right in front of us. They just had a blank look on their face. They could not believe what happened. Because it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was mind-blowing. And this celebration lasted so long. I've never seen a celebration extended that long from one play. And they showed the replay probably 10 times there <laughs> on the huge stadium screens. You know, crowd was celebrating every single time the replay went as if it was happening live again. What I what I love about those moments 
And the freak out, freak outs. Yeah, the, the freak out, freak out moments. What I love about that is it just shows what sports can bring to yeah. people. I I always find it fascinating. And Danny G, I'm, I'm sure you did. I'm always fascinated how when your team has a miraculous win or a big play, you're bro hugging and high fiving strangers, people you don't know from Adam. You're like bring it in. You're bro hugging. You're high fiving. You're aggressively doing like. High fives into hugs and yo know, with complete strangers because you guys yes. are all so hyped together. It's a feeling you part can't, of that moment. Yeah, yeah, you can't really duplicate that feeling. You're right. That is one of the best parts of sports. The that camaraderie exists. with strangers. Yeah, because we were hugging everybody and anybody around us. We were hopping up and down like Tigger for so long that I look over at my girl. We're both out of breath. Like everybody was breathless when it was over because Danny G's uh, his calves is uh, and thighs hurt today from jumping over there. Like, oh my leg! Oh, dude, it was. I felt like I was at the gym for an hour, and it was just a ten minute celebration. It was insane. D a double n y. That spelled Danny. Danny. <laughs> That's wild, man. It's a it's a great story. I'm glad you were there. Best week ever. Danny G finds out he's going to be a dad. Yep. We announced it last week. We celebrated. Huge news. Wants to have you know some some. Memorable times with his wifey before his whole life changes. Goes there on a whim, gets the tickets. Had to have sees, a leap of faith because yeah, I didn't know if the faith. didn't know if the tickets were going to be at oh, will call or yeah, not. They, when on your way to will call, did you have the typical like we all have like oh ner- like the nervous feeling of like yo what if my name's not on the list? No, because thank God my friend Shannon she emailed the tickets to me. Oh okay, on game day, so I had them in my phone. Even when you're sure. Walking up to that will call or ticket booth, you're like, oh, what if I say my name? And they're like, sorry, Sarah, we don't see you. Yeah, no, oh. I'm so, so happy for you. But, you know, you got to point fingers. Belichick said another mistake. I think they asked him. His only response to that was like, another mistake. Do you blame yes. Stevenson for just like being like, whoa, and just throwing it to Jacoby I, Myers? I, no, I don't. Or do you blame I, no. Jacoby Myers for being like, whoa? Ding, like, ding. All right, so. It was ridiculous. Stevenson, Stevenson goes on this. Let's be honest, nice like a rip of a run, twenty-three right? yard run. Yeah, so he's he's thinking, well, we're at midfield. We're you know one lateral. What if what if my dude? What if Jacoby Myers has a has a lane? I don't blame that lateral, but beyond that, yo, like I said, you're not down. You're not losing. This isn't the desperation moment. After one lateral, if nothing was cooking. Nothing's cooking. That's when you say, all right, let me take the ball, get down. We're going to overtime. We're going to overtime. One lateral could have been a tricky, fun, like, oh, my God. Once you start trying to throw the ball around, like, the desperate, it, there was not a, it wasn't no a need. desperate situation. There was no need for it. He got carried away, and they played themselves out of the playoffs because if you look at their schedule, well, they are, they're 7-7 they're seven and seven now, and the Dolphins and the Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers, jumped ahead to the sixth seed. So, right now, your 6-7 and seven seed are the Chargers and the Dolphins at 8-6. and six. The Vikings come playoff time. Imagine they actually keep the two seed now because of that amazing comeback. I mean, they had 39 points in that half to Indianapolis's three. And you got to give props to Cousins, never giving up, and also being in shock. I loved his reaction at the end of the game, too, when he didn't realize that it was the greatest comeback in NFL history. You know, he threw for 460 yards, four tutties, and it does make me think about where we place him in all the quarterbacks. was talking about it with Jason Stewart of Gottlieb Show at your Christmas party this weekend, yeah. and Jason was saying he still keeps him in the third echelon 
of quarterbacks. Third tier? Third tier. Like he's not superstar. He's not, you know, but like Kavino said, minus I don't know. minus the Super Bowl from Drew Brees. Kavino goes, do you look at Cousins like Brees level? My God, as far as talent level, level, like the guy is capable. He's very capable. Just leave it at that. Danny G, where do you put him? Where do you put uh, Kirk Cousins? What tier? If there were tiers that we're making up right now, he, I would say tier two. I would say he'd be at the tail end of tier one, right at the tail end wow. of it. So if you're yeah. saying tier one is like Mahomes, Josh Allen, I would say, I are you going one through fourteen for the first tier? How many in the first one? Oh, one through you twelve. Can, uh, you can't five. Top, yeah, like, five, like oh, give me top five. five well, like, of course. Who's, who's top five for you in your in your mind right now? You, I mean, Mahomes, Josh Mahomes, Allen. Yep. Herbert's got to be in there. Herbert's got to be in the top five. Herbert. I'm saying as far as talent, right? Right. Jalen Hurts. Hurts, the way he's playing. Yeah, yeah, would have to be around six. I mean, where would you put – Derek Carr has always fallen right around 12, right where Dak Prescott is. Kirk Cousins is right around there. Yeah. Oh, top tier, uh, Brock Purdy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. No, but it does make yeah. you think, you know, what he's capable of and – you know, when he's on, he's yeah. great. Oh, we of forgot, course, we forgot of course, Aaron Rodgers. I was just going to say that. Aaron Rodgers, when he's on and his team is playing yeah. well, he's he's definitely there. And you got to, you know, pause for a second and, and realize that just when you thought you'd seen it all, that's the beauty of sports, right? There's always something. There's always a record being broken. There's always someone doing something that no one's ever done before. And you think of how long these games have been played. And regardless of the sport, you're like, man, that's incredible. Yeah, I'll be honest. You know, like that that was the greatest NFL comeback in history. And you watched it. We yeah, saw it. I'm, I'm sure I'm, I can't be the only one that was Saturday morning out here on the West Coast. That game started at 10 a.m. Saturday. Yeah, I couldn't I believe was, it. I was playing softball. I wrapped up the game, got in my car, told my wife, I'm on my way home. I'll bro, grab the kids some uh, some pancakes and you want, you want coffee? I'm stopping at Starbucks. She's did like, you grab it, paint? You, did you grab some Mickey D's hotcakes? My kids love hotcakes. Does this still come? Still come in that like white in that styrofoam that he's no, to come in? no, like a plastic container. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, that's the easiest breakfast. You get those Mickey D's hash browns. Yeah, crispy oh, hash brown. Oh yeah. You know, hash browns are way overpriced now. What do you? What you know how much a hash brown is? Worth no, it. How much? What do you think? It's like a dollar or something. Yeah. Two seventy nine for a hash brown. Worth it. I mean, look at you, Daddy Stacks, complaining about two seventy nine. Saying that it's a freaking hash brown. Yeah, no. I was right. about to. I'm sorry, I'm glad I said freaking. All right, so I'm on my way home, and my wife's like, "Isn't football on today too?" I was like, "Yeah, baby, it is." Don't worry about the first game. We don't need to turn it on. It's thirty three nothing. I was in my car, and it was halftime, and I'm like, oh, "I'll be home for the second half of a game that ah, I guess I look forward to the second and third game." Then I'm like, well, "Wait, all right, quick touchdown." <gasps> Ooh. Then you start saying like, "All right, I'm gonna go from my phone to watching." You know that mode where you're like, this is not worth turning on, but I'll keep an eye. After the second touch that, I'm like, eh, let's, let's turn it on. Let's keep an eye on this. And my goodness. Ridiculous. Everything that possibly could have went wrong for the Colts did. Like, they just couldn't move the ball. And every time Minnesota got the ball, they were moving. It. And it's like, what? A tale of two halves. It's wild. It really was. That way. Like, you should have heard. The greatest example of that. Yeah, you should have heard the broadcast on Fox Sports Radio here on Saturday. It was Steve Hartman and Ephraim Salam the second show I produce on Saturdays, and they were doing Red Zone Radio, they lost their mind on that long <laughs> Dalvin Cook run. Yes. It, was so, it gave me chills. Their call of it was awesome. And, of course, they get the two-point conversion. And Is there any way you could find it? I'm going to find it. Yeah, I'm going to find that for I, you. I remember my reaction watching that, too. They also got screwed because they should have had a touchdown on that scoop on the fumble scoop yes, and score. Yes. And it got called back, and they didn't. If you remember, they did not score a touchdown on that drive. So... Man, it is. it was a hell of a game, and I hope everyone enjoyed it. 
Oh, Again, poor yeah. Matt Ryan. That's that's takeaway one. We've only hit one game and we're we're into it already. But poor Matt Ryan. I mean, between the Super Bowl as a Falcon and now this game as a Colt, you know he, is, he, is he is the face of you blew it. I know, but <laughs> you know what adds insult to injury is that social media gets a hold of those stats. The meme is created. By the way, I mean, who do we thank for all these sports updates, courtesy of the memes? Who is the genius? Who's the Lanny Poppel no, behind the, all uh, these? The unsung heroes of society, the, right? meme, the meme makers. Of sports and life. I get my jokes and my news and my stats, courtesy of memes. There's going to be a documentary one day on Netflix about the meme makers. The and meme it's a bunch makers. Of like, bunch of weirdos in their basement like, I made another great There's one. There's some <laughs> excited Vikings fan it, uh, you know, uh, using Photoshop to create this meme about Matt Ryan. And then that just really sticks in everyone's mind. Like He's the recipient. I think that's the key is you got to have a lot. You got to have some time. And I yeah. don't think people in here, to be honest with you, not no offense to the meme aficionados, <laughs> but I think all of, us in, all of us in here probably have not a lot of time. To They're going to make one about, about you. Like yeah. Now there's a Ramos meme. Uh, <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> Who the hell is Ramos? That's going to be the me- the meme uh, moving forward today. So you, you watch that game and you're like, oh my God, poor Matt Ryan. And then you see all the social media memes about the oh, guy. Oh, and there's the, 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 the picture, the still photo of yeah. it looks like someone's sticking a finger in his butt. You saw that? Like, uh, one of the defenders is grabbing him, but it, it's like, it's like an, it's a terribly timed photo. So everyone just down on Matt Ryan, and you feel for the guy, and it's like, man, he he thought he would continue his legacy somewhere. I was like, all right, maybe I'll, maybe I'll take this no, sort of ready cult You team. know how uh, Danny G's like, it's the tale of two halves? It's like... Yeah, it was 33 nothing and 36-3. I mean, the tail was two the halves two for Matt Ryan, you know, itself. The guy was on fire the first half. 33 points he scored. Some turnovers, too, but still. Yeah, I know, like, but they were winning 33 nothing. Yeah. yeah. You know, then not, then three points the rest of the game? Man. We that, played that a soundbite of uh, Jeff Saturday saying, hey, you know, we just didn't do what we need to do in the second half. I'm like, what do you need to do? You're winning 33 zip. I, like, <laughs> like, what more? Did you have won 64-nothing? I mean, of all the days for, for him to win, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Saturday. Saturday on a Saturday. Oh, there were so many bad Saturday dad jokes yeah. on Twitter. I oh, saw them all. Trust all me. the bad Saturday dad jokes and the the, uh, the whole concept of, oh, Jeff Satter's the head coach. What's the worst that could happen? I don't know. <laughs> worst blown lead in NFL history? Nice. Oh, maybe that. Oh, man. Bad. So, again, your phone calls and your feedback, 877-99 on Fox or at Covino and Rich on social media. Things that made you go, hmm? Hmm. All can your I, takeaways from week 15. Can I give you one more? In that? Listen, I have a ton of takeaways, but yeah. next one. I think the Ravens are in trouble. The Ravens? I don't know if it's the Browns looking pretty, you know, you know, pretty decent with Deshaun Watson and, you know, playing good defense. But the Ravens, they've, even the games they've won over the past month have been close games against bad teams. And if the Ravens find themselves, even in the first car, the first round of the playoffs without Lamar Jackson, they're an easy goodbye. They're an easy see you later. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then 
pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW, CRSHOW. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, CRSHOW, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick .com promos. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Thank you for hanging out with us. Holiday week. It's what, six days away? Yeah, buddy boy. From the big birthday party we're having? I'm going to see Santa tonight with the kids. Nice. Get their picture taken and then uh, the plan is to time it out so we can drive around, look at some Christmas lights, and hopefully the kids pass out in the car. There you go. Hopefully they fall asleep in the car. Yeah. You do that, You're you do in that, full dad mode you with do this that, You do that transport where you pick up their heavy little bodies. and they're, Kavina remembers this. I don't. Do you remember being carried when you, you were sleeping, but you were pretending well, you were pretend, sleeping? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I was really big. I was like 14. My mom was still carrying me into the house. Like <laughs> a my, big load. My feet were dragging. Yeah. <laughs> you know, pretending to sleep. I just wanted him to tuck me in bed. Anyway, enjoy these moments and happy holidays and happy Hanukkah. Again, from our Fox Sports Radio family to yours, we're Cavino and Rich on social media. We're Cavino and Rich one in real my, life. Uh, one of my buddies uh, who celebrates Hanukkah, one of my Jewish friends, invited me over for dinner last night, like I said. And he's like, do you, do you know the story of Hanukkah? And I go, I go, no, please share. And he goes, it's best summed up in a meme that he saw, and it's uh, – the, you know, the candle's burning for eight nights. He goes, it's like, imagine if your cell phone had 10% battery left and somehow it lasted all week. <laughs> He's like, that's Amazing. that's the Miracle. current analogy yeah. of, uh, of Hanukkah. So wow. Now I get it. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Happy Hanukkah. Well, enjoy. 
from thank the thank uh, you for hanging out with us from the Tyrac.com studios. We got a lot to get to, but you know, let's go to Isaac Lowenkron. Get an yes. update. What's going on in the world of the NFL basketball, baseball? What's going Isaac on? Isaac Lowenkron. Very very busy days, fellas. Starting with the Philadelphia Eagles, multiple outlets reporting their starting quarterback Jalen Hurts sprained his throwing shoulder in yesterday's win over the Chicago Bears, and that leaves his status in doubt for the Eagles game this week against the Dallas Cowboys, which, remember, is going to be on Saturday and not Sunday. Finally in college football in the Myrtle Beach Bowl today, Marshall defeated UConn 28-14. to And with that, fellas, it's all yours. Hey, all right. you, you, uh, you pay tribute to uh, Tom Browning, who passed away. The team that the Reds beat in the World Series, 1990, I, just, I, I could just picture Marge shot. I picture Paul O'Neill's like curly mullet. Jose Rijo. They beat the A's. Yeah. And when you look back to our childhoods, I don't know how old everyone is, but for me, the the 90s is my childhood. And I look and say, that A's team, they went to three World Series in a row, and they only came away with one. Sort of like the Braves, how the Braves won the NL East, like what seemed like 20 years in a row, and have one World Series in 1995. You had Dave Stewart, I believe, Bob Welch maybe on that team. You had... My, my, Dave Henderson, my Parker, point, my point they were is, stacked uh, with bats in that era. My point is there were a couple dynasties. Oh, there were a couple dynasties in baseball that don't have much to show for it. The '80s Mets, who have '86, but they, that team should have dominated right for years and years. Daryl, Dwight Gooden, Gary Carter, Keith Hernandez. Then you look at that A's team and was you Carney say, Lansford on that they, squad? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. And then you say that A's team they won 104 games, 99 games, 103 games, another 96 win season. That team was dominant, one World Series, and then the Braves. All those years of their pitching, their starting oh. pitching was the best for decades. Yeah. One World Series, definitely the Braves and the A's come to mind. The Ack- the Eckersley, Eckersley, who I thought you, was my dad. And then you think of teams like the Florida Marlins, who have like two World Series like one off one shots, like what ninety seven and oh. Four. Like they just out of nowhere, just like oh, Mar, Mar, oh, uh, Marlins. the Yankee. Oh, not the, the Mar. That was a Diamondbacks to be. Yeah, the Diamondbacks. Sorry, was Steve. Yeah, that was the worst. Well, that that was, was one the Yankees should have had for sure. You know why the Yankees lost in 01? It was after 9 11, and it was the only time in my life I ever rooted for the Yankees. I so agree. Because I rooted I, for them as well. Because I rooted for the Yankees, I attribute it like, <laughs> I, I just don't get what I want with rooting. Right. So I was like, I was like yeah. the one time, the fault. one time in my life as a Mets fan, I'm like, yeah, that's probably good for the world and New York City for the Yankees that to win. That was tough, man. And, Gonzo came through. And then I'm like, they lost. The one time I said, I wouldn't mind if the Yankees win. Let's go back to 1990 real quick with okay. that amazing A's team. Because I mentioned the Bash Brothers. And when you think of the worst plays, the dumbest plays in sports history, Jose Canseco with the home run off his head, yep. that has to be up there, <laughs> like top five. Right, that was when he was on the Rangers. Rangers. Yeah, yeah, he was on the Rangers. Though. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I was thinking, you know, of Jose Canseco, made me think of that play. Of course, you see him stumbling and fumbling in the outfield. He's in right field as a Ranger. Hits off his head and then into the stands. Like, ridiculous home run. One of the dumbest plays ever. And it's unfortunate because he hit, what, close to 500 bombs. He was going 40-40. And that's one of the lasting images we have of that guy, for sure. Yeah. I mean, so that brings us to dumbest plays in sports history, just based on what we saw in the Patriots Raiders game. Jacoby Myers throwing the ball. When it when it's a, a like you said, a situation where you just say, Oh, let's take it to overtime. That's up there with 
Like, I, this isn't even a, a single player bad decision. But do you guys remember years ago when Deshaun Jackson was, you know, he's great now, but when Deshaun Jackson could run and he was, his punt return game was strong and the Giants, like, they're like, just do whatever you do. And the Giants blew this big lead. Like, whatever you do, don't punt it to Deshaun Watson. And if I remember correctly, the Eagles scored, like, so many unanswered points in the end of a game in the early 2000s. I'm going to look up the game, but you probably remember what I'm talking about. Deshaun Jackson returning a punt. Where the, the Giants should have just punted the ball out of bounds or done anything. Game was over. They lose it because of Deshaun Jackson. 877-99 on Fox. That's our number. You can play along at home. Didn't just Actually, Deshaun Jackson know. also have a play where he flipped the ball? Before he crossed the yes, the goal line, he's done that. Yeah, that so he's has on the, to be up there too. Yeah, he's on this list twice. Yeah, that's ridiculous. We're one good, our, one bad. We're making our own list right now of the dumbest plays in sports that, history because I think we have a new number one. Oh, they call it the miracle at the Meadowlands part two. It's when they stupidly were like, "Why are you punting the ball right to Deshaun Jackson?" I remember this is probably Jim Marshall. He played for the Minnesota Vikings. He ran the wrong way, right? He ran for a touch the wrong way. Yeah, Remember we that? all grew up seeing that <laughs> yeah. on NFL yeah. films. He ran the wrong way. And then, was it Leon Lett? Yes. It was Leon, Leon Lett. Lett. We, who we talked about that in our pre-show meeting. Okay, yeah. Who ran, and he fumbled the ball or something like that, he, and he, out of bounds? He held the ball out to celebrate. Okay. I remember Dom Beebe of the Bills. Didn't he track him down in that one-yard okay, line? Okay, that's it. Yep. 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 You know what makes this one so bad, too? Like I said before, it's the Patriots, so... You're not used to seeing that, right? So you're like, man, the Patriots have fallen so far, and I was so weak. You know, playoff implications, like we said, and the fact that it's both mental and just bad play, right? It was a mental error and a physical error. It was a bad pass. You got intercepted. Everything about so it. everything about it was just such a bonehead move. I got one for you guys in a big moment. Chris Weber calling the timeout. Yeah, that's up there. Where yeah. there were no timeouts. Like, oh, that's we gave hurt. him the old Thanksgiving pardon on that one. Okay, but it's definitely up there. You know, as, as one of the worst mistakes, just, dumbest mistakes. Just to give you the recap of that game, I'm referencing for to be stat boy here. They call it the miracle at the New Meadowlands. I just remember watching this in in disbelief. Eight minutes left in the fourth. Giants are up by 21 over the Eagles. So we're talking about a 21 point lead with eight minutes to go. They went on to score four unanswered touchdowns in the final seven minutes and 28 seconds of the game to beat the Giants. And the, the, the icing on the cake, that final touchdown, was as time expired, instead of punting the ball out of bounds or deep, they punted it right to where Deshaun Jackson was standing. Punt return touchdown, Eagles win. It was like the mo- you watch that game and you look at some of those highlights and think that could have been one of the worst coaching games of all time. What comes to mind for you? Let's make our own top five, whatever. We believe this one could be number one. It's definitely in the top five. There's no question. And I'll tell you a dumb quick story while we get some of your feedback and phone calls. And to give the significance of that Deshaun Jackson pop return, I'm sorry, I'm harping on this. You're really because, harping no, because on because it. Because of that, You're they, like Bryce made, Harper. <laughs> they made the playoffs and the Giants at 10-6 and six did not make the playoffs. So that bonehead decision, much like the Patriots won yesterday, you know, is a playoff, it costs you the playoffs. No, yeah, that adds to it, for you know? sure. You know, what was the implications here? What was the situation? When I was a kid, I went rummaging through my old uncle's baseball cards, right? And I found one that was just so dumb. Yeah, I imagine I was like a 12 to 14-year-old kid, so excited to find all these old cards in a cigar box in my grandma's basement. And there was a, a like a specialty baseball card that said, 
And there's no need, need to dump this or anything because this is like, uh, it means something else. It said Merkel pulls boner. So, and that was the headline of the baseball card that I had, right? Merkel because, pulls. You got to imagine, uh, you know, at my age, even now it makes me laugh. <laughs> makes you laugh at you. You're 40 year old guy. I mean, but even, I can only imagine 12 year old you. But then here, I got, I got it right here. I got a picture of it, right? Fails to touch second in key game. For the Cubs, oh, they're like so, like, like a bonehead. This is play. for the old timers that could be listening to Fox Sports Radio because it was at the time and still considered the most controversial game in baseball history. But it was for like the NL pennant in 1908 or something like that. But it was so infamous because of this moment that it went down as Merkel pulls boner, and it's notorious base running mistake by rookie Fred Merkel of the New York Giants against the Chicago Cubs September 23rd 1908 Merkel fails to advance to second on what should have been the game winning hit which led to a force play instead and they oh, go so on so he gave up on yeah. the pl- he gave up on the fo- yeah so they oh. go on to oh, you, lose you follow what happened he's on, let's say he's on first yes base hit he still needs to touch second. Otherwise, it's a four. So he gives up. For whatever reason, this ends up in a tie. What a boner. But they end <laughs> and, and it went down as Merkel pulls boner. And, like, you got to imagine, for the rest of this guy's life in the early 1900s, he had to live with that. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. I mean, I don't want to interrupt the Sandman. <laughs> Scooby-Doo! <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. It's Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Who gets a seven ninety nine on Fox? Who gets a shout out first to the song? Come on, Ramos! First line of the song. Jeez, I don't know. Tell David me. Lee Roth. David Lee Roth lights a menorah, and the dreidel <laughs> will rock. Rock the dreidel of love, everybody. Cavino and Rich. Thank well, you for hanging out with us at Cavino and Rich. We learned some stuff today. We learned that 
Arthur Mer- Fonzarelli. <laughs> yeah, we learned that Merkel pulled a boner. We, we learned did. about Merkel's boner. Uh, we talked about his the, bonehead play you know, in the early 1900s. The biggest bonehead play you'll see in a long time. This happened. Uh, this. Happened a day ago in Las Vegas. Danny G was at the Raiders game. And, man, Jacoby Myers with that ill-advised lateral took the Patriots' playoff hopes and said, farewell, it's over. Tomorrow is Tyson Tuesday here on the show. So we got some Iron Mike trivia. Be playing at home tomorrow with us on the Covino and Rich Show. Let's say what's up to Ryan in Seattle. What's up, Ryan? Gentlemen, great show. Really like it. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate you. What's up? Uh, well, if you want to take the little, literal interpretation of bonehead play, then I nominate uh, Gus Farratt headbutting the wall. Literally. No, that that <laughs> is a bonehead play. That that doesn't make any sense at all. Who who else got hurt like doing stupid stuff like that? Kevin Brown back in the day. Yeah, right? I mean, remember Bobby Ojeda? Yeah, Bobby Ojeda cut his finger on a cutting his hedges at home. Yeah, no, no excuse for that. Uh, good one, Ryan Anthony in Michigan. Bonehead plays the best ones in sports history. What's up, man? Hey, man, how's it going? I love your guys' show. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I went to University of Michigan, and uh, so I'm in, and I live near East Lansing, so I'm entrenched in the rivalry between the two schools. And I think probably one of the most boneheaded plays was uh, several years ago when uh, the game between MSU and Michigan was tied, and the uh, they were going Michigan was going for a winning field goal. And uh, they botched the field goal attempt and pitched it to the uh, MSU defense, who ran it in for a touchdown with no time left on the clock. Uh, that probably, other than the Patriots play, has to be one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, at, that, at that point, just t- t- go for your you're tied, move along with the game. Well, you could add to the list. You Thank know, you, I, I think our main takeaway is some people are saying the dumbest play in NFL history. It's definitely a top five yeah. dumb sports moment, without a doubt. But I do want to take a second to say congratulations to Argentina and Lionel Messi's legacy. I think he is the GOAT. He solidified that. And what a wonderful game that was. And also, wonderful tournament. I mean, and just so exciting. Easy guy to root for, Mbappe on France. Like, oh, that guy, man. to me, I, was, I enjoyed. So, so think about this before yeah. we go. And maybe we'll continue this conversation tomorrow. But, you know, dramatic ending. Some people are speculating, was that the weakest way to end the game for me, the casual fan? That was the most exciting way to end the game. Yeah, I'm all about the the shootout. You know, come Jason come Stewart of the Gottlieb Show will argue that, what, you, you wrap it up with a, a guess from the goalie? I, I found it really exciting. Me too. So the question is, is there no need to watch another soccer game in your life if you're a casual <laughs> soccer fan? Because you're not going to yeah. get better than that game. Or... Did that convince you to watch more? Oh, when you bring to, up guys uh, like it, Mbappe, Rich, who yeah. were what twenty three years old, you know that kind of got me fired up. To it convinces me to watch more. It convinced me to watch more in four years when it comes around again. Well, I guess we just solved the uh, puzzle here. Then I wanted to bring up something for tonight's Rams Packers Monday Night Football matchup. If you don't mind, Go ahead. I looked at all the guesses from. All the super smart Fox Sports Radio producers and on-air talent. Oh. There's a sheet in the studio, and before the season, this is who people predicted would be the NFC champion. I'm, g- I'm not going to give names. I'll just go down the line here. Saints, Rams, Rams, Packers, Packers, Rams, Packers, Packers, Rams, Vikings, Bucks, 
Packers, Bucks, Niners, Eagles, Packers, Rams, Packers, Eagles. Everyone thought the Packers and Rams. Ah, uh, that second Eagles you read was mine. Ah, uh, Danny G, you picked the Eagles Raiders, though. I did. <laughs> but I got to pick the Raiders. It's but law. My point is, this is supposed to be a Monday Night Football late season gem you thought you were going to get Stafford and the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions, against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, yep. who have not ever not been in it, right? And and you end up getting a, a four and nine Rams team eh. that's struggling in a five and eight S- Green so Bay you know, team. And watch the White Lotus instead. Seventeen ten Rams. Right, well, that's my that, prediction. Oh, seventeen ten Rams. Yep, that's right. my prediction. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Arriba there, you baby. See you in the promised land. Yep. Later. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.